Hi, this is Kaylee Cruz, Boo McWaters, and Megan Barton. And today we are talking about genetically modified organisms or GMOs, but mostly genetically modified foods. The world has one big controversial question. Are genetically modified foods going to help feed us in the future? Or are they dangerous towards our health and environment? Well, I think we should first take a look back at where it all started. Good idea, Megan. Genetically modified organisms are, well, organisms that have had their genomes, or order of genes, changed through genetic engineering. All kinds of organisms can have their genome edited, from bacteria to plants to animals to humans. According to Salem Press, most genetically modified organisms are created for, quote, therapeutic reasons, like medicine and food for human consumption. The concept of GMOs was introduced before genetics were even discovered. You know that really famous science guy from the 19th century, Charles Darwin? Yeah. Well, his concept of selective breeding is technically the precursor to GMOs. Wait, remind me again what selective breeding is. I need a little touch up on my history facts. know what it is. Selective breeding, also known as artificial selection, was the process of selecting desirable traits in an organism such as changing a trait to make food last longer. This form of genetic engineering is the process of adding preservatives. A really popular genetically modified organism that no one even thinks about is a dog. Yeah, weren't they originally wolves or something? Ooh! Yeah, Dogs are thought by many to have originated from eastern wolves, although some people believe they come from Asia. Either way, we know they evolved from the domestication of wolves. People changed the traits of wolves to make them cuter or easier to domesticate. Dogs are so cute. Why would people have an issue with genetically modified organisms? Let's find out. Many people are concerned about genetically modified crops. In an article in Gale Group magazine, Melissa Diane Smith finds that there are benefits to eating organic foods. She discovered in a 2014 meta-analysis examining 343 peer-reviewed publications in the British Journal of Nutrition that organic foods have 18 to 69% higher concentrations of health-productive antioxidants, along with lower levels of toxic heavy metals and pesticides than conventionally grown foods or genetically modified foods. 57% of Americans said in a 2015 poll that they believe GMO foods to be quote unsafe to eat and in 2015 half of Europe banned farmers from harvesting crops that contain GMOs. The controversy surrounding genetically, genetic modification is so strong that it even has people writing protest songs. Check this out. I'm looking at the food that's in the grocery store. They say it's safe, everybody eat more. On second thought, I don't really know. It was made with those GMOs. Just say no to That's kind of catchy. Isn't it crazy that people are so passionate that they're singing songs about this? Although people find that there are potential health risks of genetically modified organisms, GMOs provide farmers agronomic benefits 
and the Green Revolution rice technology that was made by the International Rice Research Institute is a technical change that changed the maximum amount of rice produced in ideal con conditions. Raising the amount of food that can be produced makes it easier to feed our growing population. After browsing YouTube, I found some songs that praise GMOs because they are excited about the potential for technological advance for humankind. The pro-GMO audience believes that it will help provide enough food to nourish our growing population. That song is going to be stuck in my head all day. Despite the controversial views on GMOs, genetically modified crops continue to be grown across the United States. Half the land used for farming in the United States is planted with genetically modified crops. Almost all of those crops end up in the stomachs of livestock and some ends up in our bellies. There's lots of news and reports and songs about people's opinions on GMOs, but there is also science. So now let's enter the controversy on GMOs. First we will talk about if they are bad for our health and or environment. Then we will discuss if GMOs produce a larger harvest for farmers and answer whether they will be safe of feeding a larger and growing population. Let me explain how GMOs work before we get into all that. Fred Goulds, a professor at North Carolina University, released a report on GMOs along with a few other chairmen on the board of National Academy of Sciences. It was about the risks and benefits of GMOs. Yeah, I remember seeing that report. It was apparently a set of claims from a period of 20 years, and researchers fact-checked these claims. From Goulds' research has implied that there are different types of GMOs that work in various ways. Professor Gould, will you give us some insight on this report? There are only really two major traits that have been added to these crop plants, and those are the trait of being resistant to insect pests and being resistant to herbicides. So let's really break the... Thank you, Professor Gold. First, let's talk about the crops resistant to insects. To make this type of GMO, scientists take out genes from a bacteria that lives in soil and then puts that gene into a crop's genome. This means the genetically modified crop will pump out a protein called Bt, which is deadly for various insects. Professor Gould, will you give us some hot insight into this? These are very specific uh, proteins that only affect a very small number of insects. Thank you, Professor Gould. So, how does it kill the insects? The protein disrupts their digestive system and it causes digestive failure. Gould said that sometimes the insects get so ill from the first bite of a plant that they do not go back for more. Now, Professor Gould, will you tell us about the second type of GMOs? Okay, so the crop is engineered to be resistant to a specific herbicide. This means that farmers can spray herbicides on weeds and other unwanted plants without killing their crops. Megan, tell them how it works. There's an intense weed killer named glyphosate and it latches onto a significant enzyme in plants and kills them. 
what they did was they engineered the corn or the soybean or the cotton so that you could spray the glyphosate on them and they wouldn't be harmed. So it would only kill the weeds. So what does glyphosate have to do with GMOs? Well, Boo, scientists have created genetically modified plants that don't have the enzyme that glyphosate latches onto. Therefore, those genetically modified plants do not die and farmers get rid of weeds. Okay, so there are two different traits of GMOs that are in widespread use around the world. One is made to be insect resistant. The other is modifying plants to be herbicide resistant. This takes us to our first big question. What are the risks? What is all this genetic modification doing to our bodies? Well, we are going to start with a study published back in 2012 that drove the media wild. Found that rats fed a GM diet over their lifespan suffered mammary tumors and severe liver and kidney damage. The report claimed that 200 rats fed GM corn produced by U.S. firm Monsanto had suffered tumors as big as ping pong balls. I remember that there were photos of scientists holding up large white rats with tumors. The infamous scientist was Giles Eric Seralini. To get these terrifying results, he took 200 rats and divided them into groups. Some were fed genetically modified corn and the herbicide-resistant kind, and the others were fed a non-genetically modified corn. This was conducted for around two years. Here is Gil's Eric Seralini. We found that the rats fed with the GMO had a lot of mammalian tumors. They were becoming big and hemorrhagic. He found that the rats fed with genetically modified corn died earlier because of malignant tumors. In to the control, there was three to five times more tumors, and we demonstrated the toxicity very nicely. After that rat study, Gills wanted to know, why did herbicide-resistant corn cause tumors? So, he ran a bunch of experiments, and he found that the genetic manipulation created small chemical changes in the makeup of corn that was harmful for the rats. To Jill's Eric, this showed how genetically modified corn is extremely dangerous, especially to these rats. Did Gills Eric actually have factual evidence to prove his claims about the genetically modified corn? Well, now that you mention it, there actually was a problem with his claims. Wait, what? Yeah, the rat study Gilles was using to back his claim showed that the cause of the malignant tumors was not necessarily reliable. Gilles used a rat called Sprog Dolly who are known for randomly developing tumors as a result of old age. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes is right. The number of tumors he found in his labs with a GMO diet were fairly close in number to the number of tumors other scientists had found with rats who had a non-GMO diet. Oh, yeah! I heard about that. Gilles was claiming that the people who were criticizing his research were biased people. He said that the people who were against his claims stated that they were all pro-genetically modified organisms. Ugh, the fake news these days. Well, I think that's all for GMOs. Well, I agree. I'm glad we could talk about this today. I enjoyed this conversation. Me too. After learning about the opposing views about GMOs and the general information, we can all make an informed decision on if we believe they are helpful or harmful. 
Thanks for joining us today on GMO. OMG. See, See you, you next time. time.